0: That sounded refreshing. It was refreshing. I'm almost done with 40 ounces of caffeinated beverage. All right, welcome to Brains, Bibles, and Beyond. I am Nate Day, and this is Joel Willoughby. Hello. And we're your hosts for this podcast. That's (laughs)
1: right. We are going Brains, Bibles, and Beyond, but today really just focusing on the Bible so much. Yeah. Yeah. A little beyond. Well, you know, you can check out my ministry, com. You can check out Nate's ministry, Think Like Christ, with thinklikechrist.org. Org, yeah.
0: Yes. And uh, don't forget to like and subscribe, share and comment, and mm-hmm. give us a review of some sort. That would be handy. Uh, also, if you have any questions, uh, you can send those to podcast at thinklikechrist.org. Um, whatever your question is, comment is. Um, We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to comment. Please comment and share yeah. on our YouTube or on uh, um, share our uh, podcast on Spotify or Anchor, um, iTunes, wherever you listen. Yeah, we so, want more people to learn. let get get it out there. Yes. All right. So today we're going to take a little bit different approach than what we normally do. Uh, but basically, um, today's episode will be Um, mostly an introduction of what we're going to be working on. Right. Um, so, uh, the fact is a lot of people have doubts on the Bible, Mm. the, the accuracy of the Bible, um, the trustworthiness of the Bible, uh, so forth. So we want to address some of these and that's kind of what we want to, want to talk about here today. And, uh, a lot of these, um, arguments, you know, uh, or objections to the Bible or um, doubts that about the Bible. Um, Some of them are legitimate questions. Some of them are completely ridiculous. Some of them are, you know, just somebody trying to nitpick something and and the factually they're just, they're dumb. Um, But then there are good ones, you know, that people legitimately have some questions, you know, so we want to we don't want to sound like, you know, we're making fun of people, even though sometimes we might, <laughs> uh, but we, you know, we want to generally answer some of these questions. So uh, some of these, I'm just going to kind of go through some of the more popular ones that I've heard. Um, a lot of you may have some other questions and, the, and that's great. Uh, if anyone does have like some questions on... Uh, can I trust the Bible? Or you know, this is something I saw or heard, and you know, I'm not quite sure how to answer that. And you know, it seems uh,
1: to be a contradiction. You know, maybe it seems yeah. to be a
0: contradiction, or you know, there's something here that causes a little doubt. You know, maybe it's something like the timeline. Well, you know, uh, like we were just talking a little bit a little bit ago, uh, China's uh, oral history predates the flood. You know, yeah, well, that's the
1: unbroken history. You know, right? so
0: that's that's something that could maybe cause a doubt, you know, the, the little things like that. And we can go over those things. So if you have some questions, something like that, that you would like an answer to, you know, send it, send it, put it in one of our comments, send us an email and we can make a special show about it. If, you know, we get some get a request. So, if. any <laughs> if so uh, first thing this right. one, we, we I think everyone's probably heard this. And I know we're going to go over it like in more detail later, because uh, this is actually one of the things that you specifically want to cover on yep, yep. on the, the the can we trust the Bible mm-hmm. uh, question. But um, this this idea that we got the Bible by basically a giant game of telephone. Right now, for those of you who don't know what telephone is, mm-hmm. uh, basically you get a group of people in a room and I whisper something in somebody's ear. He whispers something in somebody's ear. it gets, you know, 20 people down the line. Mm-hmm. What that guy hears has nothing to do with what I said. Completely different. It's always fun. Generally, I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen it not be completely different. And it takes about three people to really get messed up. And so there's this idea that that's how we got our Bible, that just for the last 6,000 years, people have whispered things into each other's ears. Or maybe it was written history, but we just copied the copy of the copy of the copy of the copy for 6,000 years with nobody proofreading or, or checking or going back to anything else. Um, so that's the idea. Right. Um, so how do we answer that? Just in a nutshell, I know we're going to get more detailed, but, <laughs> but just um, give us a little bit here. Yeah. I mean, the, the
1: the easy answer, which I know is not satisfactory for quite a few people, but you, know, you just say that, well, you know, God took care of it. Uh, you know, yeah. God, God was involved. It wasn't just people, you know. Um, this is his word that is foundational for how to live, um, to have hope, to have faith, to have salvation, you know, things like that. Um, so, of course, God cared enough to make sure it wasn't messed up. So that, that's a very simplistic approach. But there's a lot of truth there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it, you know, truly, it is good enough, <laughs> really. But so then you can even think from a human standpoint, like, let's say you just take God out of the equation. Uh, You just look at it on a human standpoint, you can think about like, you know, how there's libraries of books that don't actually have an error in them. You know, a human being, group of humans uh, can get together and make a book that is actually quality, that has no contradictions in it. Mm -hmm. So what's the big deal? Like, why is it so crazy that we can have a Bible that has no contradictions?
0: There's a lot more I want to say about all that, but I'll yeah, I'll just... no, I, yeah. and th- that specific topic of the you know the or transition, um, we will discuss that later. Um, but you also kind of touched on another one of the objections. It's written by a human. I mean, that right. that's obviously can't be good then. Yeah, yeah. And there there
1: is some truth to that in the fact that we all are messed up. Yeah, <laughs> we all have problems where none of us are perfect, and so you go, wait a minute, so beings that are imperfect are supposed to have made a perfect thing Mm -hmm. and so there's a struggle there's a tension there
0: yeah
1: um and i get that i get that but the idea is that we we were not left alone
0: yeah there's
1: also divine authorship
0: but every other book that we do trust was all written by humans
1: right you know it's 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 a very
0: inconsistent argument
1: Uh, you know you'll have people reading books to figure out how a book made by people doesn't work (laughs) and it's like well what if the book you just read doesn't work then yeah you know it's kind of it's it's, kind of self-defeating yeah logically it just
0: makes sense but you know it 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 is something can cause doubt and and that will kind of get addressed with our other topic anyway Mm -hmm. um so another one we hear a lot is um this is lots of translations you know how can, how can this be true when mm. all these different Christians have, everybody has their own translation and, yeah. you know, they're all different. You know, clearly it's not, you can't trust it because, you know, they're all different.
1: Yeah. And so this, you know, it's one of those things. I, I actually have a few episodes on this uh, on the YouTube channel um, and it's, you know, how, how do we get so many translations? There's, I think there's three episodes on that. I can provide a link uh, in in, the, in this video here, but, um, so the, in a nutshell, I'll try you know, three episodes, right? I'll try to summarize this, a uh, big idea, um, with, with all these translations, they all come from these original language manuscripts. And if you were to add all the things that could be added, because there's, there's little differences or subtract all the things that could be subtracted. You still have the full gospel. You still have every doctrine. There's absolutely no change in the way you would live for God to glorify and worship him. So none none of those things change. Um, And so then you think, well, what are all these differences? A lot of them, most of them are simply, it's just crossing a T, dotting an I, things like that. Very Very simple. Yes. So not, not actually a big deal. On the surface, it can seem like it's dramatically different. But a lot of times, you know, we just get used to proof texting. We're used to using this exact verse to prove this exact thing over here. And when we go to different translation and we don't have that exact wording, Uh, we don't have something so similar we think oh this must be bad you know or, or how what why is there a contradiction yeah sometimes it's just moved you know or just or just read the whole bible and you'll find that there's support for every doctrine all through the bible you
0: know yeah yeah so but yeah i mean that's another another thing and you do have three youtube videos on this so yes yes uh i do recommend uh if you if yeah, that's something that like you got a lot, some more interest in, uh, more curiosity on, check out Joel's uh, um, YouTube channel, uh, Brains and Bibles, mm-hmm. on YouTube. And there are three episodes dedicated specifically to how do we get all our translations. Right. It starts so, getting into what they call textual criticism just a little bit. Not a lot,
1: just a little bit. And so if you know what that is, you might get happy. And if, if you don't know yet, you will get happy. Check it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Uh, all right so then uh, uh, this one uh, this is the the kind of the crazy one so you know, the conspiracy theory one um, and there's different versions of this in different ways this is this is one I have heard um, before that you know I think they got it from like the History Channel or, or <laughs> something like that where right. you know somebody made a documentary that you know proved the Bible is a giant conspiracy coming soon um, we now have the whole truth. And so, uh, basically, there's something that goes along like this lines. So, you know, generally, it's you know some you know some vague time in the past, generally around like the time of Constantine and a whole bunch of different monks. He said that we're going to change the Bible, right? And and generally, it focuses on on the the Greek New Testament. And so a bunch of these guys get together. They 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 find the 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 manuscripts that are in existence at the time. And they sneak in and they and they make mm. certain changes to all the different manuscripts, and you know they never get caught, and they they go over, they put them all back and they hide and they and they do this, and it changed our Bible. Um, to I don't know what, what the what the point of the the, the change is, but they they've done something that causes us now that we can't trust it. Um, that at face value is just asinine because this. You know what's six thousand known manuscripts uh, of the greek you know new testament and mm-hmm. and dating back to what 120 AD ish 120 180 ish somewhere yeah. there yeah that's good enough <laughs> yeah <All laughs> part, right i mean so right, right. so 2 000, you know year old manuscripts um so this would have been you know a few hundred years after that you know they they discovered to go you know find these and then change them all. Um, on top of that, yeah, you had, would have had all these, you know, the early church, you know, when, when Jesus said go out to all the world and preach the gospel, they actually, believe, they actually believed their savior and did what he said. Right. And so they, <laughs> they did. And so all these early manuscripts also would have been put in the, every other language right right at the beginning. And so, not only would they've had to now change all the original Greek ones, uh, well, not the original Greek ones, but you know, early Greek manuscripts. They also then would have had to change in you know, all these other languages. Which, oh yeah, uh, I don't know how many there were. Yeah, um, so, you know, all together. This is just the New Testament. You know, we're yeah. talking twenty thousand plus. Yeah, crazy number. And then, and then on top of that, you would have had commentaries written by the early church fathers. Mm-hmm which you could basically almost reproduce the entire new Testament in, uh, just from their commentaries. And this, so they would have to go fight all those and change all them, uh, all right. while never being caught. Right. Right. Uh, and it's just, I mean, it's absurd. There's yep. no way it could even happen, but, yep. but there are things like that. You'll hear these random conspiracy theories, you know, they'll make yes. a movie about it in Hollywood. They'll throw something on, you know, history channel, <laughs> And you know it's interesting and well done, <laughs> but looks good. But they they don't even make sense. They're holding right. any, any weight. So, um, but that is something that that can cause some doubt. Um, but if you just stop and think, it really yeah. doesn't make yeah, any yeah, sense. It's Spend even possible. Um, and then the big one, this contradiction. Bible's full of contradictions. Oh, I yeah. I hear that more cl- than anything else. Completely full of contradictions. Yeah. Right, you can't trust anything. It's full of contradictions.
1: You know, I'll say this too. I, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of times I have these conversations with people that are more atheistic, agnostic, or you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and they'll, they'll say the well Bible's full of contradictions, can't trust it. I'll say, Well, i you know, can you show me one?
0: Yeah.
1: Well. Can, can you show me one? we'll talk through it. A lot of times just like like, oh, it's just you know, it's all over. It's all over. Say, okay. Can you show me one? Let's deal yeah. with it, you know? And so it's a hard time. Sometimes they will. Uh, and sometimes people just share a link with me. Like mm-hmm. uh, we have a website here that we, we looked up yeah. and it's something, it'll be something like this. Yeah. And they'll say, well, see,
0: I don't need to talk to you about it. Just go to this website. It's going to change your life. <laughs> so, so in the, in the, in the spirit of, of discussion, um, and, and just wanting to, to really address, you know, current ideas, uh, we went ahead and looked up uh, atheist.org mm-hmm. and we wanted to find you know some of the top contradictions that atheist.org um, has on there so they have a, they have a list it's a, it's a nice website um atheist.org uh, you can hit the active uh, uh activism i think right activism tab and down at the bottom it says resources you can click on there contradictions of the bible right. and uh, that's where we're at and so we went on there some some of them are just they're not even close to contradictions. It's just ridiculous, but there are some legitimately like hmm, good questions. Right. And so uh, we kind of picked the best ones. Uh, ones that like can actually appear to be a contradiction. <laughs> and so we're going to, we're going to discuss those because they, these are things that could legitimately cause somebody to, to question or wonder. So yes. um, the first one is, is seeing God. So I'm going to read right here off their website. This is what they have on their website. Uh, seeing God. I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. This is from Genesis 3230. And, of course, that's Jacob. He's wrestling with, with God. And uh, the angel of the Lord um, wouldn't let go, you know, the story. And uh, he gets his gets hips smote and walks around the rest of his life. Anyway, clearly, I've seen the face of God, right? Then you go and look to John, John one eighteen, and the simply says, no man has seen God at any time. Well, hey, seems like <laughs> a contradiction, right? It does seem that, that way. If that's the only two verses you ever read in your Bible, seems like a contradiction. But is it?
1: Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, the beautiful thing here is that the Apostle John sits down to write this uh perspective of the gospel. He has already spent a few years with Jesus. He's seen all the miracles. He believes. In fact, he even says in this gospel, the whole point of me writing, the purpose of this book is so that you will believe. Okay. Believe what? Well, believe that Jesus is God. And that he is actually taking care of the problem of sin, you know, through his shed blood on the cross and things. And and he he talks about the resurrection. I mean, there's no point in, in John, the gospel of John that you would think, that he does not believe this is God. You know, this is the whole point. And so when he says no one has ever seen God, the only God who's at the Father's side, he has made him known, okay? We have to understand that he's probably not just saying that God in any form has never been recognized. That would not be it. Now, Jacob had a a really cool thing. He wrestles with the angel of the Lord, which would be Jesus Christ himself, I'd say. That was definitely God, though. He says, I've seen God face to face, so he named the place Peniel, which means face of God. Uh, but was that God's face in his full glory, his true form? No, it was not. Um, so his true form, you know, that's First Timothy 6.16. Uh, he dwells in unapproachable light. In First Kings 8, he, he dwells in a thick darkness. Uh, he's always surrounded by these cherubim, describing Ezekiel 1 and Ezekiel 10. Uh, fantastic creatures. And things, there's all sorts of things going on around the throne room of God, even. No one has seen that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no one has seen it. Um, not God in his true, full glory. And I think of like if I were to take the stage as an actor and I were to dress up as somebody else, um, it's still me. You say, you point and say, there's Joel right there. But I might have the pillow in the back for the hunch. Uh, some <laughs> some makeup on, you know, some, some hat, a uh, cloak that's kind of disguising me a bit. Uh, it's still me, but I have this kind of this veil over me. So you don't really see me as I normally am. So the same thing with Jesus Christ. He has a veil over his glory. Um, he, he was not him as he normally would be. He became flesh. He became a servant, you know, all that sort of thing. So, um, so I think that, you know, I, I can see where there's a confusion there. But even by John's own words, there's no way he actually thinks that no one would
0: ever see God in any form. No, I mean Yeah, stop there. Jesus just lived with him for three years. <laughs> like I mean it doesn't even make any sense. Right. You know, and then you know, then we have the proof of you know this whole idea, you know, John they tried to kill him. How many times did they try to kill John? I don't know well one of them was getting boiled alive, right? Right, right. And he still would not renounce that Jesus is God, right? right. Like so clearly you can see God. <laughs> He um, had some kind of understanding there yeah, think, <laughs> you know um, and it was something that you know he held to so uh next one would be uh human sacrifice mm. now this is a this is a legitimate um, question a lot of people have this sure. question I yeah, remember absolutely I remember as a as a, a, a youngster you know was uh, 12 years old probably reading through um, this for the first time I think when I was 11 I started uh, decided that I was going to read through the whole Bible it took me four years. But you know, uh, so it's probably about twelve when I got the judges, I would guess. And I remember reading right. this for the first time, like, hmm, that's interesting, <laughs> you know. Um, it's a little bit odd, <laughs> a little interesting, you know. And, and so I can see, you know, this is this legitimate, uh, this legitimate one here. Uh, human sacrifice. So Leviticus, I'm just going to read what they have for their for their contradiction on the website. Um, just so you can't get the idea of the argument. And then we're going to actually show you what the Bible really says, because they actually change and write into it what isn't really there. Uh, so Leviticus 18, 21. Uh, thou, shalt, uh, thou shalt not let any of thy seed pass the fire of Moloch, neither shalt thou profane the name of thy God. Okay. Straight up, you know, this is in mm-hmm. the law. Don't kill babies. Yeah, it's a pretty bad deal. Um, I mean, I still hold to that today. Right. Don't kill babies. Yes, um, I I think baby killing is wrong. It's a sin. Don't do it. Um, okay, we agree. Don't kill babies. Bible clearly says that. All right. So then, this is their 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 contradiction that they find.
1: They, get, they kind of spin their own little tail here. They do.
0: So they get they just stuff the tail, but they add stuff in that's not really there, but. So, you know, you start off with just parentheses already. So this is stuff that they're kind of writing in. Uh, a little bit of a paraphrase. And Judges, though the tale of Jephthah, who led the Israelites uh, against the Ammonites, is being told, uh, being fearful of defeat, this good religious man sought to guarantee victory by getting God firmly on his side all kinds of bad things in this sentence. So, right. <laughs> so he prayed to God, if thou shalt without fail deliver the children of Ammon into mine hands, then it shall be that whatsoever cometh forth of the doors of mine house. First of all, nobody talks like this to meet me when I return in peace from the children of Ammon shall surely be the Lord's and I will offer it up for a burnt offering. All right. Right, there you go. And then we skip down here. The the terms were acceptable to God. This is one of the things that is not in the Bible, but they write it in there. Turns were acceptable, to God. Remember, he is supposed to be omniscient and know the future. So he gave victory to Jephthah, and the first whatsoever, uh, whatsoever that greeted him upon his glorious return was his daughter. Which was a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a bummer. Um, as God surely knew would happen, if God is God, true to His vow, the general made a human sacrifice of his only child to God. Hmm. All right, so there you go. So, yeah. what do we do with that? Because face yeah. value, hey, I'm going to offer wh- whatever comes out. His daughter comes out, and you know he's got to fulfill his vow. You know, God, God knew his daughter was going to come out. Right. I mean, you know, so. Right. Yeah. So
1: a few, a few, uh, a few things, wrong things here. So uh, first off, yes, it's clear that God says don't kill babies. And with Molech in particular, I mean, there it was, it was a very violent death, you know, passed through the fire. They're, they're taking these babies and throwing them in, you know, the hot coals and things. And they're pounding drums to not hear the screams. And I mean, it's just a horrible situation. God says, I want nothing to do with this. This is not good. Uh, so then you have the book of Judges now. Judges has a reputation. The, what happened was after Joshua, you know, things were good with Joshua. But then after Joshua, people stopped following God. They decided they're not going to lean into what God commands and his wisdom. But they're actually just going to do what they want, whatever they want, they, whatever's wise in their own eyes, you know. Mm-hmm. And so here you have one of those recollections where the people were doing what they thought was right without consideration of God. And so really, nobody does good in this situation. Nobody does. Um, well, God does, uh, but you don't actually see much of God in this whole story. Uh, that's that's part of the issue. So you have these guys that were going to be—they uh, already kicked Jephthah out of the town. Uh, bad situation there. He ends up being like the leader of some street gang living in a cave, you know, and then, you know, basically. And, and, and then they, they come up and say, hey, you know, actually, we need a commander for our army. We see you're pretty good with organizing volunteers, <laughs> the street gang. <laughs> and so they, they say, well, why don't you lead us in battle? And so he makes some deals with them and then he ends up doing it. Well, he has—he wasn't raised in the Word of God and and how to live for God, and, and obviously the town leaders weren't either. And so he goes out there and he does things and he he makes this vow. Well, God never says anything.
0: And um, never one there, time. There's no record that God
1: accepted the vow, right, or was in favor of right. the vow. He just says it. He he's yeah. going out the war. He says this, and well, he does have victory. Well, God's going to give him victory anyways. And the whole point was he was judging the pagan nation. Uh, and he happened to use Jephthah to do that. Um, so, you know, we can praise Jephthah that he had faith in God enough to know that God can give the victory. Mm-hmm. And that he would. And, you know, that, that, that part was good. He is mentioned in Hebrews 11, uh, which is, you know, saying something for him. Um, but then he says, hey, OK, so whatever come, was it the first thing to come out of the doors that lead to my house. Uh, so there would have been like an outer, you know, uh, field. Uh, that, that could have been any kind of, you know, ox, sheep, whatever. Okay. He, he, he would have had uh, some cattle. Yeah, so clearly, he was expecting. Clearly he didn't intend it for it to be his daughter. But <laughs> right. What right. right. Uh, he's ex- clearly expecting some sort of animal. And in his mind, he's like, you know what? I don't even care if it's like an ox or something, even that big. I- I'm going to sacrifice whatever it is, you know. Uh, and of course, sadly enough, as we've already said, it was his daughter that came out first. Uh, trying to, you know, uh, just have a happy time and celebrate your father. Spring and rock, uh, playing at
0: 10 girls and dancing.
1: <laughs> yes. Doesn't that sound wonderful? It does. Um, and so, yeah, of course, God knows the future. Right. That has nothing to do with Jeff and making a bad decision, though, because uh, God always knows things and we still must choose or reject him. That's our choice, yeah. you know. So, so, we still make bad decisions all right. the time, even, right. though, all the time. Even, even though God knows what what's going to happen right. nowhere here does it God approve of human sacrifice which is kind of what they're suggesting they're suggesting that God is approving of this human sacrifice It's not happening it and approves it yeah. and plus in, Le- in Leviticus 5 if you would have known of the word of God uh, that would have really helped him out because Leviticus 5 actually gives clear instructions through a few paragraphs there but uh, gives clear instructions on what to do if you realize that you've made a bad vow. You know, because yeah. sometimes we speak a little too quick. You know, think about Peter the Apostle, things like that. We speak a little too quick. We say things we shouldn't. And when you realize that following through with your previous promise well, is actually sinning against God, then Leviticus five had this whole thing they're supposed to do to get out of that, so they're not sinning against God. But you
0: think he really did follow through with the vow I, yeah, and, and, and put her to death? So yeah, and I'm not sure on that, but I mean, and that's it's okay. very possible. It's a big debate. Um, well, and the only reason is, you know, um, you know, when he comes home, he tells his daughter, and then she, she asks if like, she can go off to have some morning. So she goes off to the mountains to uh, and says, "Be well her virginity." Basically, like I'm never gonna get married, right. and then and then comes back, and then in verse, uh verse uh, thirty nine and it was and it was so at the end of the two months that she returned to her father and he carried out his vow with her which he vowed mm-hmm. and she knew no man and it became a custom in Israel. so basically the way that verse reads and she just like became a nun and never got married and he just basically <laughs> dedicated his daughter to god um
1: if that was the vow and, and if the vow was a burnt offering
0: it may just she's, not have fall. She, she's dead. <laughs> so so you know, so I can I can get like I've heard both arguments and, and both things. So like the, the fact is though, um, it doesn't actually say he burned her. What it actually says is right. she just never got married. <laughs> um right. but he she may never got married because she got burned in <laughs> as an offering. So it just doesn't actually say. But either way, he made a bad vow and then right there were there were consequences for it at bare minimum he has no grandchildren period <laughs> because he either got put to death or never got married and that was his only child <laughs> um but but right the on. fact that that this is not a contradiction uh, for a variety of reasons never once in the story does god approve of this um, you know jephthah was you know somebody who believed god trusted god Made poor choices. You know, yeah. there's, there's several other people in the Bible, same same things, you know. We have about 30 seconds left here. So, really? with, it. with our
1: podcast people, yep, the times are flying by. All right. So, uh, we're going to wrap it up here. This is just kind of an intro to um, uh, this little series we're going to do. How, can we trust the Bible? Can yeah. we trust it? Um, I would encourage you, just if you have uh, some sort of um, something you'd like to add, something to think through or, or to figure out. Go ahead and just uh, respond to us with some kind of comment or something. Shoot us an email. Yeah, we'll take care of that for you. All right. All right, we'll talk to you again. See ya. (laughs) All right.